I almost touched your butthole. <laughs> I <laughs> the opening of the book. Is I oh, touch your butt, <laughs> Well, Shay, you're going first, so. Hi, guys. This is Don't Touch My Carol. I am Shay. Oh, I'm Sindel. <laughs> and I'm Tori. And our topic is dolls. Them haunted dolls. Yay. The thing that Sindel hates. <laughs> Sindel fucking hates dolls. <laughs> but, like, low-key me, though. It's okay. Bitch, except for you're all about the spook. I know, but not dolls. <laughs> I like spook. Just not certain spook. Bitch, that's not how it works. I like yes, all the spook. My uh, great-grandmother used to actually make her own porcelain dolls and hand-paint them. And when I would stay at her place in Orland, I would have to stay in that room because they were covered in dolls. Uh-huh. It was a really fucking scary no, image. I'm I had a outside. <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> outside. I had a clown outside. doll as a kid that yeah, had the little wind-up thing. Oh, clown doll. Yeah. I got it from the older lady next door, and she, like, died within the year. Uh-oh. And it kept going off. No. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, with my first story, this one is more sad with how creepy it is. Mine's... I think I'm always sad. <laughs> Feels. <laughs> Mine is Okiku. Um, it's a Japanese doll. So in <laughs> the backstory for this doll is basically in 1918, a young man bought the doll for his two-year-old sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sister of the doll obviously became like best friends and all that crap. She had an untimely death the following year. What she died 1919. They, they don't say. Most of the time when it comes to Japanese culture and everything, by what I've seen, they're very... Um, closed off when it comes to their like, yeah, with ceremonies like that and everything. It was basically revealed that the doll's hair was getting longer on its own. Oh, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. It's right now, like to this day, it's located in a little wooden box on display in the Maninji Temple in the town of Awamizawa. In Hokkaido, Japan. She stands only 40 centimeters tall, so she's a little baby. Alexa, how many inches is 40 centimeters? 40 centimeters is about 16 inches. Anyway, she's basically a part of a shrine shrine there. Uh, For some reason, as they were noticing the hair getting longer, when it was given to the temple a few years later after the girl died. It has obviously needed to get its hair trimmed because it literally keeps growing. That's and no matter cool. how many times they trim it or how small they trim it, it just keeps growing. Is that the doll that has real human hair or is that... Yeah. So what's weird is that it's 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 really weird because they said that when they investigated the doll... They found, like you said, traces of, like, actual human hair. And it's not really known because I'm sure the guy is probably dead by now. If it was, like, 1918 or just barely or on his deathbed. And they said that it's weird that it's traced to that because obviously they don't know where the hell he got it. They obviously don't really know how she died. It's basically his hair has been growing for basically the past... 75 plus years damn so the longest that it'll get is to its knees it was specifically bought in Sapporo by 17 year old Aikichi Suzuki in 1918 for his two-year-old sister Okiku 
He was visiting the area for a marine exhibit, but upon seeing the doll in the shop window, he knew at once that the doll needed to be bought and given to his sister. Like it said, it is 40 centimeters tall or 16 inches and was dressed in a traditional kimono. The hair was black and cut to about shoulder length in a traditional style and the eyes were piercing like black beads pressed into a lifelike flesh of a face. When Aikichi returned home, he was presented the doll to his little sister who basically like fell in love with it like immediately. It became her favorite toy. Some would say her best friend. And she basically played with the doll every day and she gave the doll her own name. So she named it Okiku. I see that that's a common theme with the doll's stories that I've been hearing. Well, and, and what's weird is like they say like the doll would <clears throat> never be out of her sight. Like they played every single day. No matter what. Um, They're not sure what else, like I said, she passed away from, but they said that she had a very severe uh, fever. For some unknown reason, the doll was never placed with her when she was set in her final resting place. For some reason. No one knows why. And dead the doll was placed on, like, those kind of family altars that Mm -hmm. a lot of Japanese families have and everything in terms of, like, for loved ones that passed away. To be revered. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously it doesn't know like exactly when it started, but as I said, the doll's hair was getting longer for some reason. It had like almost like a blunt like shoulder length cut, like blunt, you could obviously see it. And for some reason, um, after a few years later when it was growing, it was reaching down towards the waist and the ends were more like random lengths. Like it was like organically growing to where it was like not all completely cut, which is weird. And they obviously believed that, obviously, the spirit or soul of their daughter, basically. In 1938, the family moved to another locality, but not wanting to take the doll with them, possibly out of fear of, like, the magic of the doll or something, was due to it being so close to the resting place of the daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, They instead took it to, as I said, the Mananji Temple. They informed the priest of the doll's hair there, and the priest, over time, could confirm that the story was true. The hair did grow over and over again. Um, And then, as I said, periodically, the hair would get a trim. People soon spread photos of the doll with, like, the different lengths, and the hair began to adorn the shrine. So they would take pictures of the different lengths in time, and they would show the proof. In order for it to actually be legit, you would see, obviously, let's say, like, a doll with their hair. And obviously, in order to have it a different length, you really can't give it extensions, like, you can with a human and so they like i said they would take pictures and they would just show the brief like outline of it that's crazy and they had it around the shrine and as i said it said with a cut sample from the hair and what's more creepy is not only human hair but it was belonged to that of a child but they said since the sample was not cut directly from the doll itself no like definitive conclusion ever came of it and they haven't wanted to touch it because they don't know if that would either anger whatever spirit or if it'll okiku that is a part of it so it's just been a little shrine up in that temple since then and people sometimes go to worship it or to give it praise i believe for prosperity kind of how it's like of no matter how much time you cut the hair it'll still grow something about like maybe prosperity or like something like that it's weird that is really weird. Yeah. So they've they've tried doing, like, DNA testing on it or something? Mm-hmm. Or they did, like, whatever they had in, I think, like, maybe the 30s or 40s, whenever they did it. Yeah. Definitely before probably, like, even the 90s. But, no, they, for some reason, have not come to a conclusion. They don't want to, which I do kind of see 
obviously with a lot of Japanese stuff, they don't fuck with anything. That is fucking nuts. Yeah. I'm going to be looking those pictures up later. Oh my god. Yeah, you gotta remember that she's a very old doll. But she yeah. is completely old. I've heard about her. I've seen all the pictures. I haven't seen any of the pictures. I've heard about her, but like... It's unsettling. So, real quick. Huh. Has nothing to do with the podcast. Uh, but these fucking blackberries... They look like turds. I don't think they're blackberries, though. But they look like... There are blackberries that grow that, that, like that, though. Well, <laughs> they're fucking weird. Yeet! Are you doing the original one or the one that I gave you after? The original one, bitch. I'm just asking. I do my research the day before and I write up a report. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the bean? Bean's ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeet. I should have printed this out so I could have it in front of me. <laughs> so there are a lot of haunted dolls out there these days, but Harold was one of the first and is still one of the most dangerous to this day. He was the first haunted doll to ever be sold on eBay. Huh. He's fancy. He sold for like a whopping like four hundred something dollars. Just fully moly. Yeah, yeah. You, literally the amount of people that will literally come in droves for haunted dolls on eBay and like it's fucking insane. But before getting hold, before being sold on eBay, he went from owner to owner to owner. Neither, neither, none. Bitch. <laughs> None of the owners having him for more than a few weeks due to their experiences. Harold stands at a whopping 21 inches tall, and his eyes do close when you lay him down. Yeah, he is not nice looking. <laughs> he's, he's real gross looking. He's really gross looking now, yeah. there's a reason why. We're going to talk about that. I'm excited for In this. The next episode. In the next episode. <laughs> In the next episode. Cliffhanger. <laughs> We stop Dragon at what, like, style. 20 minutes? We're yes. done. <laughs> oh, that's it. Sorry, guys. Okay, see you next time. We'll <laughs> go over to our Patreon and see the whole yeah. episode. <laughs> I'm never going to do that. Do no. what? Do you do part of a podcast and then you're like, oh, for the rest of the podcast, you can that's head over to our Patreon, Patreon for as little as $1. It's now, if y'all want to donate to me on PayPal, that's cool because your girl is broke. But, like, y'all don't ever have to pay to listen to us babble on about garbage. Maybe eventually. You mean, I mean, if you want good quality garbage to listen to, we could yeah. use some help getting more audio equipment because we are currently using a single microphone off of my laptop. But also think that when you move to California, we're each... Uh, <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Yeah. We're each going to have to have our own that. separate mic. Yeah. Like, mine's not awful quality. It's probably better than what we're using right now. I use mine to stream. Then you're fine. Yeah. The original owner had bought the doll for his son when he was born, but his son passed away within a few years because mm. it was way back in the old days. The doll sat in a shed for about 60 years. Cool. The next time he was reintroduced to the world was when he was brought into the gentleman's flea market. After his son died, the doll was thought to bring presents into the house. They would occasionally hear crying or singing no. coming from the dead son's bedroom. <gasps> no. Uh, but when they checked, there was nothing there but the doll. Ew. Oh, I got chills. So here's the thing, though. So when he talked to a priest about this, the priest told him to burn the doll. No, you don't So do that. <laughs> so the priest told him to burn the doll. But here's the thing. No matter how hard he tried... The thing would not catch on fire. If you see him now, he has, like, weird smudges all over him. Like, he looks pretty bad. And that's yeah. the reason why he looks a little, like, more worn than usual for a doll that's uh-huh. been kept in boxes or mildew yeah. and whatever the fuck is on him now. Like, he's yeah. just, he's dirty. But he would not catch on fire. So, sold him on the flea market for $20. 
20 whole dollars. 20 whole dollars. So the guy who originally was selling it on eBay, the guy who originally bought the doll for $20 from a flea market or whatever, bought the doll and within two days, his cat died. <gasps> um, his girlfriend left him and he began to have chronic migraines. Within a week of purchase, he began to hear a child's laughter and crying coming from the basement. When he would check, where the no one is. would be there. Is that where the doll was? The doll sat in his basement oh, for a year and a half in an armadillo coffin. Wait, so what's that? It's a fancy coffin. It's like tiny little doll. Oh, thing. oh yeah, yeah. okay. Um, he said every time he touched it, though, it felt like it had a pulse. Nothing. Excuse me? Each? Yeah. Every, <sighs> every owner who has owned Harold, the doll... Um, has told tales of being bitten, scratched, hearing, singing, laughter, or their life taking a turn for the worst. Harold's current owner, Anthony Quinata, yes. bought the doll on eBay in 2004. And when he tested the doll with an EMF reader and an EVP recorder, he yielded no results. Weird. He brought the doll to a friend of his called April. So this was all also on an episode of Ghost Hunters. Yes, so I this. do recall that, yeah. He brought the friend to a he brought the doll to a friend of his named April, who worked with the paranormal. They set up an EVP recorder, but again, no activity. But when he got home, he re-listened to the recording, and he heard very clearly, That's I'm going to kill you, bitch, time. and shut up, bitch. It doesn't like dolls. The doll was then put in a box for eight years and forgotten about until 2013. He posted photos of Harold on the internet. And the internet went fucking nuts because the internet's like creepy shit. Ooh, yeah, because <laughs> it's what what year? <clears throat> Twenty thirteen. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Ghost Adventures did an episode with Harold. Yeah. At I don't know how to pronounce the name of the island, but it's the most haunted it's like, island. It's like a Milko, I believe. Sure. It's spelled X O C H I M I L C O. I don't know how to Wilco. pronounce that. Wilco. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be the most haunted island, which is covered in quote-unquote haunted dolls. That shit, There's do, dolls all over the island. Do you care right. about, like, why the fucking um, owner of the island does it? No. It's of um, something with, like, I think it either Ritual or the people that were there before him. If I remember, I'm probably butchering this. We talked about it briefly on episode one. Yeah. Well, it was um, basically something about a lot of runaway spirits or ones that are wandering come to that island because they're drawn okay, to the dolls. Nope. And we're moving right. on, friendos. <laughs> <laughs> um, during the episode, a fire decided to light itself up in front of the camera. A doll laughed, and upon investigation, they found the doll not only had no batteries, but no that speakers. That me out. <laughs> as well as Zach, one of the main characters, suffering three small bruises on his arm that looked like children's fingers. Yeah, I remember seeing that. <sighs> now, after the show, Anthony, the Herald donor, was overwhelmed with hundreds of messages about the doll, but out of the masses... Anthony came into contact with a six-year-old boy named Vincent in Australia. Vincent drew a picture of the doll, told his mother that the children wanted to get outside to the sunshine, but the black blob wouldn't let them. Uh... Over, the, uh, over the course of the next year, Vincent provided Anthony with far more information. Wait, so children? Yeah. Shush. Okay. Vincent claimed that there are four spirits in the doll. Um, one was a man named Harold. And the fifth was demonic. But Anthony himself states that the demon does not haunt the doll. He owns it. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Others have reported having horrific nightmares after looking photo at photos of the doll. 
The list of people who have experienced negative side effects after eating meaty hero, looking at his photo, or even thinking about him is actually quite impressive. According to the previous to a previous owner, two people she knew died because of the doll, because of meeting him. Yeah. Anthony, the owner, started to parade Harold around a little bit because he, you know, he gained attention. He was pretty popular, and he's like, and obviously yeah. it wasn't doing anything to him for some reason. And it was Look just at like... this doll. And so during, um, he he took the doll to a ghost workshop. Yes. And the demon, or the demon who owns it, absolutely does not like the exposure. Right. So the follow the night following the doll's parade, Anthony was attacked. After blacking out in the bathtub, he found himself on the floor with his head resting on the tub, excruciating pain rating from his chest. Uh, it was so strong he feared that he was having a heart attack. Since then, the doll has sat in a box in his basement. Wow. Not even Zach Bagan wants to grab it. Nobody wants to touch this doll. Yeah. Absolutely nobody. Everybody who has ever seen, talked to, touched this doll has had... The worst experience. You're gonna love the fucking doll I have next for part two, then. <sighs> <laughs> you're gonna love this doll. Hey, so you remember me ever telling you that I love dolls? Because, bitch, no. What if it's a mermaid <laughs> doll? Is it haunted? What if it was? Is it haunted? I don't know. Is it haunted? Let's say it is. Your Sorry. personal opinion. Is it haunted? Yes. Carol? Oh, no. You're a fucking mermaid doll. Yes. Then no, I don't like it. <laughs> we know fucking Harold's haunted. Yeah. That is some spooky bullshit, but yeah. I just, no. No. <laughs> no. You're gonna love this next one. It's about a mermaid doll. No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not gonna like shit. Alright, well, next one is Tori. It's a me, Tori. Bean. It's Bean. And featuring the mighty Bean. Oh, Bean's telling her story about a haunted doll. What else happened? Really? Would you say the doll's haunted, Bean? Oh, really? What's your evidence? Oh, shit. That's some big That's shit. That's some big shit. <laughs> well, we enjoyed... But what happened topic. next? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Hi, <laughs> Bean. Thank you for your... Thank you. Ow. Thank you for your story. Now say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. If you don't keep that part in, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to keep it. Bean has her own story. Bean has her own story. A haunting in Beanville. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... I'm really excited about this one. I, I really like this story. To be honest, one. I like both of my stories, but that other one's going to be for later. I can't remember which one I was supposed to read, so I just have this one. This one is still really interesting. You know what one I'm doing, right? Yeah. My second? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... And I'm just out of here like, you say what? Bingley? You wait? You'll get, that, you'll get that power next theme, I promise. What? 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 Okay, so a lot of people who are into the spook shit, as Sindel likes to put it. Not me. <laughs> Everyone's familiar with, like, the big name haunted dolls. No. Except for you. Yeah. I'm talking about people who are into spook shit. It's almost mainstream at this point. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, there is a really cool story about another doll that not a lot of people necessarily know about. It's mostly the people who are really into the spooky stuff. 
Her name's Mandy, and she was made in Germany between the years 1910 and 1920. There's no exact date of when she was created, and her clothes are really well-worn, stained, torn just a little bit, and the fabric of her body is also torn a little. Her head, which is made out of porcelain, is horribly cracked around the top right portion of her eye, her forehead, and her skull, as if she's been dropped. And because Mandy is a very old doll, she had once belonged to the grandmother of a woman named Miranda? I don't know how to pronounce it. I tried looking it up. It's M- Coriander. No. <laughs> it's <laughs> M- <laughs> It's M-E-R-E-A-N-D-A. So while they're figuring that out, I would just like to let everybody Miranda. know that every sea in Pacific Ocean is pronounced differently. What? Every sea in Pacific Ocean is pronounced differently. I told you to put your phone on silent. You didn't play though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, no, before didn't. we did recording. Shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris. Pretty much, I'm not answering that. Get out of here. <laughs> Let me just turn down my volume. Anyways, uh, she went to a museum in British Columbia, Canada. I don't know how to pronounce you know, it. Also, like German names, so yeah. No, and I'm no. Well, no. This is this is in British Columbia, Canada. Oh, so it's... also French. So it's Canadian. None of us speak Canadian. <laughs> maple. No. Uh, <laughs> maple. Maple. <laughs> maple. Hockey. Sorry. Eh? Uh, Tim Hortons. Team. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my god. She went to this museum in 1991 to give Mandy to the uh, curator Ruth Stubbs. And she was in a hurry to get rid of Mandy and hand her off to Ruth. So while she was in such a hurry, she almost dropped Mandy on her head. Oh, shit. And just by the way the doll looks and what I already knew about this doll, I feel like that's probably why she has cracks on her head is because, mm-hmm. you know, she's not only a little top heavy because her body is not all porcelain, but it's her head so is. weird. And that's normal. Yeah. Or at least, if not that, you'll see it at least the hands and the feet. Yeah. And then they'll do... I think maybe the hands and feet are porcelain, but I didn't really, like... Well, it's not only that. You know how they also do, I think it's, like, rice or whatever they put in the body? So yeah. So it's, like, heavy, not just top-heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it might have just been... It could be whatever way they make their... Yeah. And, well, back then, you have to think, like, they probably didn't know how to, like, hollow out porcelain. Yeah. Well, so and, then it, and it was just... also because they didn't want to use whatever rice they had or something or whatever food could be any reason yeah Yeah. any number of reasons but or there's a ghost living in our head oh but uh (laughs) that would to me indicate why she may have all of these blemishes and cracks on her it's because she's been nearly dropped multiple times and dropped like horrifically she's sitting up she tips over (laughs) yeah um and Like, even though despite, you know, this woman's odd behavior, Ruth decided to take Mandy anyways. And because they're such a huge museum and they they have so many old artifacts, like, they don't know where everything comes from. They have to double check that make sure that there's nothing on these these items that are going to damage the other items around them or carry something that's going to contaminate the air, people, etc. So while they were you know, trying to follow, you know, the protocol to make sure that, you know, Mandy wasn't contagious or anything. They had to cover her in a plastic sheet 
in a workroom to conduct this analysis for about 48 hours. No, thank you. <laughs> Imagine that creepy-ass doll. That reminds me of that fucking scene in The Conjuring when they're in the basement. You know what it reminds me of? In Hellboy, when um, the that assassin dude oh, is yeah. on the examination table and he has all oh, of that plastic that. over him and he, like, lifts himself up. So, yeah. I can't relate to either of those. That's okay. They're good, I promise. They're really good. The Conjuring? Is that a horror movie? <laughs> Hellboy? Is that a horror movie? No. no. It's fantasy. Oh. I'll probably watch it. Ron Perlman! Ron Perlman. Okay, you say these names like I'm supposed to know who it is. Yeah, good looking man. He's in Blade. There's a lot of good looking mans out there. <laughs> you would like him. You would like it a lot. Anyways, Mandy's arrival did not go unnoticed, as staff and visitors felt very uncomfortable walking by her and were also terrified just by looking at her. That's cool. Yeah, seems to be the case (laughs) with these dolls. (laughs) Um, After the analysis, Mandy didn't get to have her own viewing window right away, and she was placed on a table facing the front door... So no. that anyone coming into the museum could view her broken oh, face. You're like, oh, this is how I die. Oh, yeah, cool. basically, oh, as soon as you walk in, oh, there's Mandy. <laughs> A few visitors have claimed mm-hmm. to have seen her blink her eyes and then watch them walk in as if she was assessing these people coming to see her. No. <laughs> Like, Absolutely blink no. and her eyes would follow. No. Like, Bitch, if I walked into a museum and some doll blinked at me, one, your eyes are going to follow what me if right out the door. What if it winked? I'm still walking. You will watch me walk right out that door. <laughs> you will not watch me walk around the building. You will watch me get the fuck out of there. <laughs> to celebrate, Ruth invited a reporter and his girlfriend to come and pho- photograph the doll for a newspaper. They won't die. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to you, sweetie, but you're gonna die. Little did they know, Mandy doesn't like her picture taken. During the entire session of taking pictures, many problems occurred and in mysterious ways. <laughs> mysterious. Uh, we're talking about a haunted doll. Mysterious. There's nothing mysterious about it. Just <laughs> mysterious. Ooh, it's haunted. <laughs> During the shoot, they were overcome with a deep and intense uneasiness because Mandy would turn her head away from the lens when she was getting her photo taken. Oh, same. (laughs) Finally, when the photographer went to develop the film, he noticed that it was completely chewed up and irrecoverable. Weird. This is the first time he has ever had anything like this happen to him in his business of photography. And that's, that's a long like, time. Yeah, if that's the first time you've ever had film just kind of fuck out on you, that to me is weird. Because, like, everybody has shit that just happens sometimes, and your film goes all fucky. But if this is the first time, one, doubt. Second, no, not something like doubt. this. It's completely chewed. Like, it was chewed. Weird. Like a rat had gotten at it? Yeah. Completely chewed and oh. just, like, weird. yeah, not whole. <laughs> and he said that... Ever since then, nothing like that has happened again. Well, Only from that photo shoot. You're gonna learn. Don't <laughs> fucking don't take pictures. You're gonna rue the day. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna rue the day you took pictures of me. You're gonna rue it. Oh my god. 
Mandy has been known to throw temper tantrums like a child, throwing pens and causing messes when no one's around. The museum guards have reported hearing footsteps coming from Mandy's room, and while after checking, there's obviously no other living creature in there but him. Employees claim to have their meals stolen, and later they end up finding their food hidden in drawers or cupboards, and this has only happened since Mandy's arrival. Yeah, I'd be pissed. I love my food. I'd be mad as hell. (laughs) You took my what, bitch? You took my what? Uh, (laughs) What? One employee admitted to having accidentally dropped Mandy on her head. Accidentally. Big oof. Big oops. Accidentally. It was was accidental. 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 (laughs) Quotation. And when this happened, another crack formed, and he claims that real blood started coming from the new split in her forehead. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, I got fucking chills, my dudes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Kangaroo is a velociraptor. What the? <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring Bean. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm oh looking at God. these pictures of like different names for shit. <laughs> Audible nope rope. It's <laughs> a rattlesnake, by the way. Audible nope rope. A hot moose. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? A hot moose. Hot moose. It's a it's camel. A cam- oh. It's a hot moose. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Beach chicken. Saber tooth death mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Saber tooth death mouse. <laughs> Listen, just because I don't enunciate my words doesn't mean you need clean. No, it makes it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even <laughs> talk. I can't even use the words. <laughs> She's losing her mind. I apologize. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Ruth ended up contacting another curator who had the ability to feel the vibrations of objects. Ooh. Do you want to make that <laughs> gagging face again? What is it? Pantsless thunder goose. <laughs> Can you snort one more time for me in the microphone? No. <laughs> <laughs> leather suffering. <laughs> leather suffering. Oh my god! I'm dying. <laughs> Heat seeking double chicken. <laughs> oh, wizard cow. Like, this is how I keep myself sane during the spook sessions. I just look at fucking memes. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh. Anywho. <laughs> When this curator took Mandy into his hands, he felt extremely cold and chilled all over his body. Don't touch <laughs> the haunted. The haunted. He strongly recommended that Ruth contact the former owner in order to get more information about Mandy. Ruth found out that Mandy was once in the previous owner's cellar, and she would hear cries of a newborn baby in her basement. Mm. That makes me think of the movie Mama. Mama, no. Mama, no. Daddy, yes. No. (laughs) And when she'd go down there, well, my voice cracked. (laughs) I just got you so excited. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
And when she'd go down there to look, she found no living people or children down there. Obviously, because basement. She said that since taking Mandy into the museum, she hasn't experienced a single sound emanating from her basement at all. Once Mandy had her own window in the museum, she began to demonstrate herself more often. So basically, she's just like, like, yeah, bitch, look at me. Look who I am. I am here. I'm fucking ready, bitch. It's pretty bitch. (laughs) I love it that you're all burritoed into a blanket and you're barely moving your arms around. (laughs) It's not my arms, it's my hands. My thing is, every every fucking time you guys come over, you know my room is freezing. And you're just like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wear shorts. Do the hands. I'm gonna wear shorts. (laughs) Did you hit your titty? This far one. You have have titties. titties. They might not be as luscious as mine, but you have titties. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, luscious titties. Luscious. (laughs) <laughs> I'm keeping that in there. Oh, yes. Babe, what are you doing? Rubbing her face into the carpet. Oh, she got the sticky face. That's probably because one of the cat's buttholes was sitting right there. Oh, Bean. The stinky face. Bean, are you a lesbian? Oh, no, wait. She doesn't like... Are you heterosexual? Oh, it's like, which one is it? You're fixed, so technically wouldn't that make you asexual? Oh, okay. I gotta find my place. <laughs> you guys, you distracted me. Intermission. Y'all almost did the same thing. I don't like that. I don't. Sindel and I have been on the same wavelength tonight. I'm just like, woo. That is going to be our cut sound. I'm that dog on that fucking vine where it's like, all right, Quincy, we're ready to go. And he goes, woo. And the dog goes, woo. (laughs) I know exactly. Y'all bitches match with like your outfits and your nails and your makeup. And I'm over here like a fucking dump truck covered in sweat. (laughs) No, you're not. Girl, you're not. Well, you want me to take off my shoe right now? We're just perfume, particularly. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. I will take off my shoe and I will haunt your fucking sinuses, bitch. (laughs) You want to talk about spooky? I'm gonna make that the new episode name. (laughs) I'm gonna haunt your sinuses, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No. The world won't know how bad my feet smell. (laughs) Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. We were mermaid for each other. Kill me. Okay, so. Once she had her own window in the museum, she began to demonstrate herself more often. Mandy is known to play with electrical devices, a.k.a. cameras. Once a visitor reported that he wanted to film the doll, but it turned off every five seconds. Weird. But when he left the room that Mandy was in, it would function normally again. <coughs> so that's just an example of how she would fuck with people's electrical shit. That sounds like a big nope. That would upset me. That would piss me off, honestly. Yep. Other visitors have experienced deep sadness 
that would just randomly occur while in the same room as Mandy. So it's like, they could be looking at something else, but then all of a sudden they feel really fucking depressed. They don't even have to be interacting with her. Like, it just happens. They just, they just get big sad. Yeah, they get the, the big, big sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Mandy's expression or hand positions would change overnight, despite no. being left in her viewing window and not having been moved by anybody. So, like, one day, she's got her hands down. Next day, they're in her lap. Or her head is moved. Tilted. Whatever. Thinking that she was lonely in her window, the employees decided to buy her a little sheep to keep her company. But the next day, they found him at the foot of the window while it was still closed. So she yeeted that motherfucker right out of her viewing window. (laughs) You'll go give me this bitch. I don't need need no fucking Prada, bitch. (laughs) I need some Prada. (laughs) <laughs> Discuss in Gucci. What is this? What is this? Did you get this from Walmart? <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. You fucking hate them. <laughs> it's a only the finest of Target merchandise. Target. <laughs> Bean, what are you staring at? Those. It's always me. <clears throat> Shut up. I'm gonna like shove like a bunch of fucking sage and rosemary, and fucking peppermint, oh, my ass. and <gasps> some fucking, maybe eat some fucking juniper berries down your throat. Okay. <laughs> Fill her up, daddy. Yes, daddy. <laughs> Fill me with herbs, daddy. <laughs> Stuffy like a roast chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes, daddy, I'll be your Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I like cranberry sauce. I hope you like this cream sauce I made. Ew. <laughs> I may have thrown up a little bit. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, if it wasn't for, like, us doing this every weekend, I would be in my house, I like, hella depressed. postpartum depression and be like, postpartum, oh bitch, did you have a child? She got free yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now it's ice right. cream and baby. <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, like, if we weren't doing this, like, I wouldn't have a whole lot of motivation to get out. Oh, you got the belt out. <laughs> fucking I just it. <laughs> oh, it's like fucking Niagara Falls in my underpants. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. You're making me ugly laugh. <laughs> is, is there just... any way to cute laugh when you're fucking listening to <laughs> My high brain was like, Enema. <laughs> I'm like, crap. Have you ever done an Enema? No! <laughs> I've had to. <laughs> <laughs> I was so constipated that I couldn't go. Girl. What's the feeling, though? The weird? It's not weird. Like, it's less weird than having a finger up your butt. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure we've all tried that. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, at that point, though, like, I was so constipated. I was in so much pain. You were like, like, fucking do it. That's where the magnesium citrate comes in handy. You literally just shut your brains out. I was on daily laxatives. What the shit? I hadn't pooped in like a week. <laughs> it was bad. And I was like, I was like five, six months pregnant. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that's prego bad. poops. And I couldn't poop. 
And so, I, by myself, because I couldn't ask anybody to do this for me, fucking, like, chicken squatting. <laughs> like, in the toilet. You know when you, like, squat low, yes. but you, like, have to keep that position? Yes. You're, like, bent forward. But, like, so I couldn't reach my butt all very well. So I had to put, like, one leg on the wall. <laughs> myself laughing in just this conversation. Oh. <laughs> You're giving Shay PTSD. I'm too high for this shit. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Paranormal investigators have looked into the case of the haunted Mandy doll and believe <laughs> that she would be possessed by the soul of an innocent child. Yet... Yet others claim that it would be possessed by an evil entity. Despite this debate about the nature of the entity living in Mandy, there is a legend about it. The story goes that a little girl would have found herself locked in a cellar with her doll. The girl would have died and her mind would have been trapped inside the doll for an undetermined reason. Years later, sobs were heard rising from the basement and when Mandy was discovered, she was crying tears of blood. (laughs) Yep. For the release of a book on supernatural stories in the British Columbia in 1992, Ruth Stubbs, the curator of the museum that we were just talking about, was interviewed about Mandy's story when the book was published in 1999. Many people in the media rushed to see Mandy, and every year the museum welcomes several visitors from all over the world so that they can witness Mandy's demonstrations. And she still does shit. To this day. Really? Yeah. Is she in the same Yeah. Hotel? Yeah, she... Hotel. I believe she's... What? Hotel. Hotel. Holiday Inn. I wanted... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say museum, but, like, my brain was like... No. <laughs> That's not what I heard. I heard heard chicken. Attention in the courtroom! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just hear this tiny little whisper. (laughs) So, Shay's about to read a story off from one of my really, really good friends that I grew up with. From my hometown. Um, we. <laughs> so. <laughs> Why would I be jealous? That'd be silly. Oh my god. Why don't you love me? I love you. Good. I do love you. But. Um, that went on very fast. The time that this story took place, we were living in Paradise, California. Mm-hmm. And Paradise is very wooded, very old, or. It was before it burnt down in November with the campfire. 
unfortunately. Otherwise, I would get some pictures of this place, but... Well, I mean, you can get pictures now, but it's it looked like an ashtray. Yeah, and my, my childhood house <gasps> that this story took place that is burnt down completely. Oh. Yeah, completely gone. Everything. You know, I was making a joke, and you just made it real sad. Anyway. Anyways, this particular story is something that numerous friends have experienced pretty much on the same night. And Megan submitted her story, and Shay's going to read it off. Um, it is called Just Another Friend. I used to stay the night there a lot when we were in middle school and high school. We had several encounters with the spirit, all very similar. This is just the first that I remember it happening. We had been up somewhat late playing video games and hanging out. I ended up sleeping on the floor next to Tori's bed. I woke up sometime in the middle of the night feeling like something had scared me awake. I felt like someone was watching me. I looked up towards Tori's computer desk. Her room was pitch dark except for the blinking light from her computer, which was in sleep mode. The first thing I noticed was that her computer chair was turned and facing me. I knew for a fact she always turned it in towards the computer when we went to bed. I stared hard at her chair, but the computer light illuminating the back of it made it hard to see who was sitting in it, but someone was definitely there. I calmed myself for a moment by telling myself it was just Tori deciding to get up again to play more games. I asked out loud if she was awake. I heard her reply quietly with, yeah, I am, but it wasn't from the chair. It was from behind me on her bed. I asked her if she saw the girl sitting there. She tiredly said she did. I remember just staring at the chair in fear until we fall asleep. It wasn't until morning when we were awake that we spoke about it again and realized that we were really didn't need to be afraid the spirit did not feel threatening. And again, that was not the first time we would see her. She ended up making a few more appearances and we just decided that she was a friend of ours. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so that particular ghost... She, that I, that was definitely the first time, like, she made herself visually known. It was very strange because it was really, really late at night. We had all had just gotten to sleep. We had been asleep for a little while. And I remember, and I had woken up multiple times, the time that Megan woke me up, kind of, when she was asking if I was playing games again. But then I had woken up uh, a little bit before that. And I thought it was our friend Marin sitting in the computer chair because usually she was quite the night owl and she was always up later than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I'm still friends with Marin today. She's one of my really good friends as well. We all went to high school together and she was asleep on the floor. So obviously it wasn't her in the computer chair. And I remember the outline of this particular little girl she had short length hair and it was kind of curly wavy mm. and she was in one of those old school um cotton frilled dresses you know where it's like it's mostly like a flat style but like the collar and the yes. poofy sleeves <laughs> and the trimming of the bottom of the dress had like the really really simple doily style lace that yes, was cotton I know what you're talking it was kind of like that so there was like you couldn't see a ton of features like centrally on her it was more like the edges of her you could notice it was it was very strange because like you could see more by not looking at her directly weird. it was very weird and 
the chair, and what's funny about this particular story is that I was telling my friend David, who created our intro music, um, we were talking about our experiences, and I told him about this, and I had even done like a diagram for him of the room, and my computer chair and the computer were actually in my closet. It was probably, I want to say, two feet deep. So I had enough for a computer desk and my computer and stuff to be in there. And I can kind of like tuck my chair towards it. So like it was out of the way. I didn't really use my closet for clothing. I had my dresser. But the way my room was set up was I had my closet on the right side wall when you first walk into my bedroom. And then the wall right when you first walk in that's in front of you has a huge window. There's the wall to the left immediately and my bed was there in that corner so then my bed was opposite corner from my computer and the computer chair was facing the uh, bedroom door so you could see the screen of the computer that's so weird it, yeah so I mean, she was basically staring right at you guys yeah pretty much she was just sitting there and just like so like her body was kind of turned more towards the door but her head was faced a little bit more like this so if this was if i if i'm sitting right now in my computer chair and then my bed is over there my her knees were like facing the door that would have been here and like looking this way weird yeah so that was the first experience i had with her like i had woken up and i had seen it i didn't say anything to anyone because in my dreamy state i was just like oh marin's at the computer well, and it was probably also your subconscious thinking, like, if you talk about it, shit yeah. happens, and that's usually what happens. Yeah. With a lot of shit. But then, like, I started to fall back asleep a little bit, and then that's when Megan woke up, like, right before I started to fall oh, asleep. Oh. And then she's like... saw it first. Yeah. I saw it first, and then Megan saw it, and one of our other friends, Rachel, she was staying the night, too, and she also saw it, and all of us were hanging out... In Megalia, like a week later, at our friend's house, and we were just like, So, I want to know if you guys experienced something like back, you know, last week or whatever. And all of us, we saw the same girl in my fucking bedroom. You know, it's usually legit when shit like that happens. Yeah, it it never felt malicious though. It was, I, I, I always had like this feeling of like being watched, but I, at that age, I was still, like, trying to figure out my own shit, so I didn't pay any attention to it hmm. and, like, acknowledge that feeling. Mm-hmm. I always felt it not only in my room, but also in our hallway from my bedroom to the bathroom. And our entire hallway was in a large T, so, like, you'd have, like, the main living room. You'd go through the hallway, and straight into the hallway was my bedroom, but if you turn left, it's my parents, but if you turn right from my bedroom, it's my brother's and the bathroom. Mm. So it's literally like a huge T. I always felt it in the hallway between my room and my brother's room going towards the bathroom and in my bedroom. Yeah, and come to think of it, my brother did suffer from severe nightmares and night terrors, but I don't know if that was just like something else, but it could have attributed to it. Probably, it might have. Or maybe it's maybe saying that it doesn't like Maybe. And just is more not loving or caring, but just less cautious. Eh, I'm not sure. But yeah. That that was a that was an experience. <laughs> yeah, and I remember at that particular house, I'm not sure if I told you guys, but randomly I would find tons of dead birds throughout either the backyard or the front yard and they wouldn't have been 
attacked by any other animals there. They didn't have any wounds, no nothing. They would just be on their backs, feet up, wings tucked in, completely closed. Like, I would find them randomly around the yard. And then there was this one time that I actually found, I don't know if it was a dog's skull or something, but a completely, like, sun-dried, nothing on it skull. The thing is, when it was, like, I, this was in the backyard of this house in Paradise. There was a tree that had one of those split off, so it was like a Y shape. And besides my parents, I was the only one that could reach it. And our entire backyard was fenced in, and there wouldn't have been a way for anyone to really get into our backyard. One day I went to the backyard, and it was fucking sitting there in the crook of the tree. My brother wouldn't have gotten it. It's like, it would have been. My, br- my parents wouldn't put that there because, like, for all we knew, it could have had something, yeah. you know? Like, it was randomly there in that tree. And anyone I've told about it has always, like, oh, you're full of shit, blah, blah, blah. But, like, no, that shit happened. Like, I can't explain. It didn't feel weird. Like, I even picked it up. I probably shouldn't have. I think I took <sighs> one of its teeth. I don't remember. It's probably somewhere. <laughs> it's probably somewhere the teeth. I mean, dirt. It's in the dirt. Teeth in the dirt. Stop it, Sindel. You're freaking me out. <laughs> Listen. What? <laughs> what? We all oh, yeah. make really bad choices. Yeah, we do. Yeah. What? When you die, I don't care if you want to be cremated. I'm burning your body. Why? Wait, shit. Maybe that's why I keep getting aunties. Because I touched the skull. But if you've cleansed whatever area or space or yourself around you, it wouldn't make sense if it's still. What did you do with the skull? I don't know what I did with it. That's the thing. I don't remember what happened after that. No, thank you. You ingested it. Just kidding. <laughs> fucking weird. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> that means that entity is still out there. Well, I honestly... Falling around for any time she takes a break and doing the cleansings or Maybe doing the thing that you see. What? I didn't hear you. Maybe it's the thing that you always see. Maybe. Because you but touched it's it. Small, it's technically like a attached to you. Because I don't, I honestly, like, I remember picking up the skull. So it is attached to you. Okay, but I... And whenever, whenever you see this thing, is it when you have a break when you're not doing your safety, not doing your purification rituals, no. not doing it's anything. It's usually just whenever, actually. It's, it's completely random. Yeah, she's seen That's it. That's creepy. Stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually, like, when she, it's always when she drives me home. And it's just like, yo, what's me? Fit! Leave me alone with it. <laughs> Go squirt squirt this way, there's electronics. Spray. But, like, now now that I'm talking about it, I don't remember what I did with it after I picked it up. Weird. That would make sense with, like, the little gremlin thing that you see. Because it doesn't have to be, like, a corporal. Corporeal. Because it wasn't, like, a super small skull. It was literally, like, the width of it was like this. No. The width that of the skull. That makes you think of the head of the thing that we always see. No. Oh, fuck. You're right. No. Yeah, y'all Y'all are probably really confused. Um, for I what? forgot we were right it's, back. It's been what, like, do my... three, three years? Huh? However long since you've been seeing that thing? It's been... Long fucking time. It's been a while. Yeah. And... Quite a while. Me and her have only been friends for roughly a year and a half now. And when she moved down here, I always said, like, little things about, like, oh, yeah, you know, shit usually follows me. 
it's probably like a little gremlin, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, no, I have something follow me. One specific thing. Yep. All the fucking time. <laughs> and then I saw it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right there. <laughs> that's a thing. Oh, that makes more sense, though. Yeah, I never I never really thought about it. It gives me chills. I'm sorry. <laughs> I never really thought about it until, like, tonight, like, talking about... But it, it makes sense. But it's, like, it's not threatening. No, it's, it's just, like... just, like, it's just what up, bitch? Yeah, it's just, what like, kind of there. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I never... I mean, I always get freaked out because it's, like, a little fucking gremlin, like, fucking Dobby bitch-looking motherfucker, and it's just, like... Yo, what up? Fucking <laughs> dashing in the shadows or the fucking headlights, and you're just like, no. Yep. Actually, it's about that same exact size. I don't like that. <laughs> We're probably gonna see it when we go home. It's just gonna be like. I usually see it in my headlights. Hey. Yeah. Oh well. It's oh, a. Yeah. It's fucking cold. Well, that is it for this episode. Sindel is gone. <laughs> Where is she? Is she taking a shit? Probably. <laughs> I can't really turn my head around. She went out. Oh. She's probably staging everything. You know what? Honest. She probably is. Anyway. How are we going to sign off without her? Um. Yeah. Yeet. <laughs> yeet. <laughs> don't touch dolls. Don't go to thrift shops. Don't touch them. Don't. Just don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Cosmic, Cosmic assholes. Sign it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeet. 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 <laughs>